This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing in Mesechus Ksubas Daf HaShavua. This is our final shir before the Yom Hadin. And uh, we thank the Rebbe Shalom for being able to be together 52 weeks this year. Gazunta Hate And Bezus Hashem, Hashem Shigilisiyat HaDashmaya. Another 52 blot. If you remember, we started Ksubis last year, the week before Rosh Hashanah. I, I remember because the Sunday we basically started Ksubis when we started Slichais. And we pointed out that Ksubis has uh, 13 prakim. Keneged, uh, since it's Shas Katan, it's Keneged Yedgim Omidoy Shatarned Reshes Bahem and Yedgim Omidoy Sarachamim. We're, we're going to start again from uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 lines from the bottom on Dafnun Gimel Amalath. Yosef Rav Nachman Ve'ula Ve'avimi Barapapi. Rav Nachman and Ula and Avimi Barapapa were sitting. Ve'yosef Rav Chia Ami Gabay Rav Chia Ami was sitting with them. Asahu Gavra, a guy came, the Shechiva Arusasai, his Arusa died. And now he wants to know, does he have to bury her? We know that a person has to bury his wife in exchange for the ksuba. What does that mean? In exchange for the ksuba that he does not have to give her, because she died first, he has to bury his wife. So what do we say to this guy? We told him, Give her, go bury her, or give her the ksuba. Because they were masake and you bury a woman in lieu of the ksuba. Meaning in lieu of the hundred or two hundred that the chachamim were masake. And in this case, you're not giving her the hundred or two hundred. So therefore, you have to bury her. Amaluhu Rabchia said, Tanina, but we learned that you don't have to bury her in this case. Because since in this case, there is no chiyav ksuba, namely because she's an arusa, therefore you don't have to bury her. The tnai is that since you don't have to give her the ksuba because she died, therefore you bury her. But there was no chiyav ksuba here in the first place. Why? Because she's an arusa. Ishtai um, arusa, if a white one's wife is an arusa, loy oinein, If his wife is an Arusa, Loi Oinein. If his wife is an Arusa, he's not an Oinein. Meaning, let's say your wife was only an Arusa, you didn't do Nisun to her, and she died, you're not an Oinein on her account. Vlei Metamalaf, you're a coin, you're not be Metami to her. Vachain he, likewise, she, if she's an Arusa, She's not an oinein. And she's not obligated to be to him. Mesa, if she dies, yarsha, he doesn't inherit her, because they weren't really married. Meshu, if he dies, goivek subasa. He collects the ksuba. That's in a situation where he obligated the ksuba from Erison. Time of the mesu, the reason why he's chayv in ksuba is because he died. Ha but if she would have died, 
Ain't la ksuba. She doesn't get a ksuba. Now, what does that mean? She does not get a ksuba. Of course, she doesn't get a ksuba. She's dead. That means the din of the ksuba doesn't apply. And since she's buried in lieu of her ksuba, meaning in, in lieu of the fact that the husband is inheriting her nadunya, so he has to bury her. But here, since she died and he's not inheriting the nadunya, so he doesn't have to bury her. So basically, you don't have to bury an Arusa, because since you're not inheriting the Nadunya, the dowry, he doesn't have to bury her. My time, what's the reason? What's the reason why when she dies in his lifetime, she can't be Tavea the Ksuba, that she has to be, that he has to bury her because he doesn't pay her the hundred or two hundred, because he writes in the Shtark Suba that when you're able to go and marry someone else, you could collect what I obligated. But in this case, she can't go and marry someone else because she's dead, and therefore he is not. If he didn't die and he didn't divorce her, he's not Meshubah to her and he doesn't inherit any rights and he doesn't have to bury her. So basically the Gemara at first wanted to say that they have to bury he would have to bury his Arusa, but ultimately the Gemara says that, that is, uh, not, he's not obligated to bury her. Amr Luhu Abaye, Abaye said, now one second, Kiyasa Rabin, when Rabin came, from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, Amar Reish Lakish, he sent the name Reish Lakish, Arusa Shemesa in Laksuba, and Arusa that died doesn't get the Ksuba, meaning she's not entitled to be buried for, for in lieu of the Ksuba. Amar Luhu Abaye, Abaye said, Zilu, go. Abaye, Amar Luhu Abaye, Abaye said, Zilu, Get out of here. Amrile, say to Rabin, Shakilu Tivusach, take your good offering, Shadja Achizri, and put it on thorns. Meaning, you know, basically, you didn't add anything over here. What are you telling us? That she doesn't collect the Ksuba, meaning she doesn't get buried? We already know that. Rabbi Oishi already taught that. Kvartergma Rabbi Oishi Rabbi already taught that teaching in Babel. Okay, Nusugya here. Now we're talking about another stipulation. Until now, we're talking about the right of Ksubas Benin Dichren. Now we're going to talk about the right of Benon Nukfan, where one of the stipulations of the Ksuba is that if a guy dies, his female children can continue to benefit from his estate until they get married. Benin Nukfin, all female children, the Yehavan Lechimenai that you have from me, could stay on my estate until they become a Bulgaris or until they get married. Rav Tani Ad Detilkachon Legovren. Rav taught until they're taken by husbands. The Levi Tani, Levi taught Ad Detibagran, until they become a Bulgaris. In other words, until when could these girls eat off of his estate? Rav said until they are married. Levi says until they became a, become a Bagaras. 
says Gemara Larav Afagav Debagar. According to Rav, they could continue to eat off the estate even though they became a bagaris until they got married. Levi Afagav the Insev, and according to Levi, until they they could continue to benefit from the estate until they become a bagaris, even though they got married. Meaning, do they argue on each other? Says Gemara, actually not. If she became a Bagaris and didn't get married, got ma- had Nesuin, and didn't become a Bagaris, everyone agrees that she can't eat off the estate anymore. Ki Pligi, when do they argue about Arusa Bagar? If she was just an Arusa without being a Bagaris. Bechin Tani Levi Bimasnisei. Levi also taught in his Braisa. Ad de tebagran until she becomes a bageras the yamti zimnayan de insev and the time comes to get married says gemara tarti both she could eat off the estate until both happens she becomes a bageras and she gets married says gemara ela oide oide tebagran o yamti zimnayan either she becomes a bagaris or until it comes time to get married. Rav said, meaning until Erosin. Levi says, no, not Erosin. Either bagaris or something similar to bagaris where she completely leaves the Rishus of the father. You see, what's the Shiloh over here? Until when could she eat off the father's estate? Well, Rav holds until Kedushin. Levi says, no, not until Kedushin. If the father were alive, she would be supported either until she became a Bagaris or until Nesuin. So it's until Nesuin. Rav holds it's until Kedushin. Says the Gemara Ketanoi, this is actually Machlokis Tanoim, Ad Masai Abbasni Zainis. Till when could a daughter be supported? Ad Shatayaris, until Erisin. Mishim Revlaza Amra Ad Shati Bagar, until she becomes a Bagaris. Tani Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef taught the lashon is ad di yahavyan. The lashon of the brisa is of the mishnahs benan nukvan di yahavyan lichiminai. The brisa's lashon is until yahavyan. She has kedushin. Is that erusin or nesuin? Ibaylu yahavyan the arus erusin or yahavyan the nesuin. What is that referring to? Teiku. Amalei Rav Chizah the Rav Yosef. Rav Chizah said to Rav Yosef, Mi Shmi'alach Minei the Rav Yehuda? Rav Chizah said to Rav Yosef, Did you hear anything about Rav Yehuda? Did you hear anything about Rabbi Huda? Arusa yesh la mezaynais, ayin la mezaynais. Does an Arusa have mezaynais or not? So Rabbi Chizda asked Rabbi Yosef, Did you hear anything about Rabbi Huda, whether an Arusa gets mezaynais or not? Amalei, Rabbi Yosef said, Mashmol Shmili, I didn't hear what Rabbi Huda holds. Ela Mesfar alesla, Mesfar and Arusa should not get mezaynais. Why? Kivan de irsa la nichale de titzal. 
Because what, what's the whole reason that there's a Tanai in the Ksuba, that a female descendants should be able to be supported from the estate? Because it's demeaning for a woman who doesn't have a father, what's she going to do now? Go collecting tzedakah? It's very embarrassing. But Rev. Yosef said, it's logical that if she's in Arusa, her chassan, even though he's not obligated to support her, is not going to let her be a beggar. So he'll support her. So there's no reason to be masakin that she could be um, nene from the father's estate because the whole reason she, we allow her to eat off the estate is because it would be too embarrassing for her to be a beggar. But if she has a chassan, he's not going to let her be a beggar anyway. Amalei, so Reb Chizda said, If you didn't hear anything, I would say the story the other way. Misvara Isla, Misvara she should have Mazainas. Why Kimandala Kimla Bagavai? Because since the Chasan doesn't know her yet, he's not sure he's gonna do Nasun to her. Maybe she'll have a mum. You know, maybe she won't be healthy. So he's not certain he's gonna seal the deal until the Nasun. So Shadi Zuzi Bihti. He's not gonna just support her. You can't count on the Chasan. The Chasan is not in it until you know, until you break the glass. Basically, don't count on a chassan to support. Why? Is he committed? He ain't committed until he does it. Until he finishes the deal. The Amri, another version of this, is the exact opposite happened. Amr Le Rabbi Yosef said, Mashma I didn't hear, but Mesfar Isla, Mesfar she should have Mesinus, Kimadalai Kimle Begava, since he's not sure for, he's not certain he's gonna, Marry her, he's not going to support her for nothing. said just the opposite. If you didn't hear, she shouldn't have. Since she was an Arusa, the Chassan will not let her go hungry and go begging. Weiter. Now we're going to have various discussions about women, whether they're allowed to be supported from the estate. So the simon is simon de gavri shak zaraf. The simon of the situations are shak zaraf, which are meana, a woman who does meon. V'yivama, a woman is Yivama. Shniya, Shniya Larayas. Arusa, Ansa. Those are the questions that we're going to discuss. Bo'i minayim Rav Sheshas. They asked Rav Sheshas, Mema'enas yeshto mazaynas, ay ain la mazaynas. You know what a Mema'enas is. We know Midaraisa, a father can marry off his daughter. Midrabanan, if the father dies, the mother or brother could marry off the girl Midrabanan. Because they don't want her not to have a husband. Maybe she'll be violated. However, they also gave her the right to refuse the marriage. If she refuses, she's oiker the marriage retroactively. So the shaila is, let's say a woman who had nesuin, but then, because her, her brother married her off, and then she was mamain, is that oiker the nesuin? And that's oiker the marriage. Could she come back? In other words, the father died. She started eating off his estate. Then the brother married her off, and she stopped. But then she did meon, does she come back? 
So we learned, Amana Bevesavia, a widow in the house of her father, meaning a widow from Erison, Ugrusha Vesavia, a divorced woman from Erison. Vishemeris Yavam Bevesavia. Shemeris Yavam is a woman who's awaiting a Yavam. She fell in Yibam. She's still in her father's house. Yeshla Mazainas. She has Mazainas. Vihuda Aimer. Vihuda says, Oida Bevesavia. She's still in her father's house. Yeshla Mazainas. She has Mazainas. She's not in her father's house. She doesn't have Mazainais. That's the exact same thing as the Tanakama. Tanakama said, Anarusa has Mazainais. And Rabbi Huda is saying, if she's still in her father's house, she has Mazainais. Rabbi Huda, Hainu Tanakama. Elalav, it must be. Mima'enas, Ikabainayo. The difference is Mima'enas. The Tanakama says that she, the Tanakama says, Isla, Tanakama holds she would have Mazainais. Because. She was Oikar the Kedushin. But Rabbi Huda says at the end of the day, she's no longer in the father's house. Because since she had Nesuin, and she stepped out of the father's house, she's no longer in her father's house. Rabbi Huda, Sarva Lesla. Next question. Boy Rav Reish Bas Yevama. Yesh The daughter of Yevama. Somebody did Yibam. And had a daughter. And now the father dies, can the daughter eat off the father's estate? So you say, why not? Doesn't a daughter eat off the father's estate? But we know, Rabbi Sai, if a Yavam dies, who does the Yavama collect the Ksuba from? Remember, she goes to the first guy. Because, you know, it's bad enough to say the Yavam has to marry her. Now he also has to give her a Ksuba. The responsibility of Ksuba goes on the first guy. So if the responsibility of Ksuba goes on the first guy, then the responsibility to feed, the, the feeding the female daughters is a Tanai in the Ksuba. And the Yavam is not Chayv to give her the Ksuba. So maybe he's not Chayv to let the daughters live on his estate. Do we say, Since the Master said, And Yavam is not Peihei, Ksuba sa'an Her Ksuba falls on the first guy's nechasim. And let's say the first guy has nechasim. That's good. So she could collect the ksuba, the mother. But the first guy doesn't have to support someone else's daughter. So Lesla, she wouldn't get. Dilma, or maybe, in a situation where the first guy has assets, even though the ksuba is on the first guy, but if the first guy wouldn't have assets, the Yavama would collect Suba from the second guy, so fundamentally there is a Suba obligation from the second guy. And therefore, if he dies and he has a daughter, the daughter could live off his estate. Since if the first guy wouldn't have, Takinu Rabbanan, the Rabbanan were Masakin, Misheni, Isla, she has, Teiku, let it stand. We don't know what the answer is, whether um, a Bas Yavam Get some zainais. Okay, so we'll hold it over here. Have a wonderful night. Be well. Brachavat slacha. We'll see everybody in the Siyat Deshmaya Tavshin Pei Dalad. Tia Shinas Perush Divrei Ksubais. Okay, have a good one. Good night. Thank you, Rabbi. Good night. Good night. 
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.